Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. The number one fuck. All you gotta do is trust me. The number one fuck boy, Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Nada from him, but hopefully we get a little more from our guest. I was embarrassed to do the screaming intro in front of him, but joining me in the High and Mighty Studios for the first time, from what we do in the shadows and a ton of other shit, Harvey Guillen! <laughs> Bringing the energy. Oh, he's crying. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's so shy. Get out from behind the pillow, Harvey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Harvey's like a cat. He's up on the corner of my bookshelf yeah. hiding. Uh, that's usually where I live, up on a bookshelf. Um, hey, thanks for having me. Please, thanks for doing it. I warned you that the intro is obnoxious. And no, then... I thought that was super fucking awesome. So uh, I didn't think it was obnoxious at all. I had to, I, No one can see this, but I started filming it. Oh, God, help us all. Yeah. <laughs> it's already online. <laughs> oh, no. It's trending. It's trending. Just like a, like a rom-com. Really Have you seen though, the video? It's got a million views. It hits already. It's yeah. mostly on porn sites. That's, that's the weird part. <laughs> yeah, that's on chubberama.net as usual. Like anything. Check it out. <laughs> they give me more publicity. They contact me more than UTA does. <laughs> hey, know your audience. I, I'm here no, to make money. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know your audience. I mean, that's what you would be. You'd probably be like a bear. Yes. Yeah, I, for I, sure, bear. According to my Instagram DMs, I believe some oh, people consider me a bear. Yeah. Do you get straight DMs like just. I get, assholes. I, I don't. I, no, I mean, like pictures of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> minimal photos. Uh, step up your game, freaks. No, uh, yeah. but it's more like uh, very flattering comments sliding oh, into the DMs. Like and, I love to just shove my. Yeah. <laughs> like I find you sexy. Like more shirtless photos, please. Oh, you know. And I'm so, how does that make you feel? Uh, flattered. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I don't care. I'm a, I'm a married man. I've been with the same woman for over a decade. When. Women say they find me attractive. I can't fuck them either. So, like, if guys say I'm attractive, I just take compliments and run with it. <laughs> Not that you would fuck them either. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I'm not going to fuck anybody. So it doesn't matter. Purgatory. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> Everything boosts my ego. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and 
it's funny that we say, uh, well, let's talk a little bit. I met you at, uh, I believe alley. it was 4 a.m. at a dock in Long Beach. <laughs> it's, not what it, it's not what it sounds like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I went, the phrasing of Speaking that. Speaking of bears. <laughs> <laughs> so you and I met dockside at 4 in the morning. <laughs> Yep. Um, Let me see the back of your head. Yeah, that that brings back memories. <laughs> yes, that's me. You <laughs> might recognize. Uh, we sh- I shot an episode of what we do in the shadows, the pilot, the pilot, which uh, you are a lead in, and it was so much fun. But more importantly, I can't believe we had never met before that moment. Yeah, I think we had a lot of mutual friends. Yeah, you and know? you're like ridiculously friendly and like. Th- we're, it's an overnight shoot. We're driving a van from one location to another, and you're like. Hi, I'm Harvey. Like, you know, just like it's like 3 a.m. and you're that just was the my obnoxious like intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, shitheads? <laughs> hey, we're gonna get along swimmingly. I just always feel good when I'm on set. I don't know if this like relates to a lot of actors, but I feel like if it's 4 a.m., you could be somewhere else flipping burgers. You know what I mean? Right, like, exactly. So I'm always, like, always grateful. I know it's obnoxious and like totally LA, but I'm mean, like, hey, what's going on? You know, right? Because you go periods without having to without being on yeah. set and so when you are you're like this is, i've always said I've, I've never been the happiest uh except when i'm on set and everything i love is within five feet away from me so like family comes to visit on set i'm acting on something and i'm doing what i love so like Right. All the things I love. And red vines at craft services. Yeah, free food. <laughs> free food. I didn't want to say it because everyone's not like, I was taking advantage of production, but now they know. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you get fired. <laughs> we can't it's afford. It's just a deadline. Harvey Key and fired. Budget overdrawn for crafty <laughs> service. <laughs> but I, I've done a lot of like guest starring on random shit and it's sometimes hard to penetrate like the close knit and it was very, I was nervous because I love the movie. I know the, I know of the creative people behind it. I was so excited. Um, I know Matt Berry from toast and I was like so nervous and you were just like, Hey, what's up, man? Oh, I think you do a podcast with Lauren Lapkus. And we just started chatting and I was like, yeah, exactly. I think you even said, Oh my God, I love Lauren. I was like, Oh, well nice to meet you. And then we were able to uh, stay in touch. Yeah. And then, uh, here we are. Uh, here we are. But you have lots of friends at UCB and like yeah. all over and anyone who does improv. They, it's a small like world, you know? Right. Um, if you get I, to know one of us, you get to know us all. <laughs> exactly. So I always feel like if I know one of, you know, the improvers, I can just be like, I know your friend, you know? And it's and like, we'd oh, all cop to for network, LA networking purposes. Yes. yes that is a that good is friend correct. of mine. Yes. That is, I love them. No, <laughs> yeah. they said you had a falling out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you mentioned that. Okay. So <laughs> we're on the same page. Our backpedal. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I never saw the movie before. Oh yeah. Yeah. So when I actually did the show, I, the way I booked it was really kind of fucking weird. I went to wine and cheese night and that's how I booked the show. I know that sounds totally like I was sitting at a soda shop and somebody walked by and said, Hey, do you want to be in movies? Um, but no, I really went to wine and cheese and I met a girl there who said, Hey, you're really fucking funny. The next day text me, uh, got my number from my uh, mutual friend and said, I should audition for the show. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's how I literally booked this show. <laughs> that's so great. Go to every fucking wine and cheese night. <laughs> Never turn Never down a party. Never turn down. Never. And literally, it's, uh, it's been proven. No matter how old you get and how hard drinking yeah, destroys your I body, was, never stop. I was home in my PJs and she literally texted me, like, hey, come over to my brother's house. I was like, mm. and guess what wasn't cute to watch on Amazon? Like the what movie, we, what, what we, we do, do in the shadows. shadows. Oh, that's and awesome. I was like, so this is too weird. Like, I really believe in like energy and stuff because it's like everything happens for a reason. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Fucking interesting yeah. origin story there. Yeah. Um, but the thing I wanted to talk to you about today is, you know, we shot that a year ago or whatever. Yeah. I started following you on social meds and you, my friend, are photogenic AF. 
Well, thank you. Are you coming on to me in front of your dog? This yeah. is really Arthur. Turn around. Arthur, turn around. You don't want to see it. You, you don't want to see your dad flirt like this. You invented this, but we're gonna perfect it. <laughs> the inventor of doggy style. Uh, dogs. dogs. Um yeah, I uh thank you. That's really nice. Yeah. Um I didn't know I was photogenic and I'm doing air quotes so you, can, you guys can't see. Um because I was always not comfortable in like taking pictures because I was told not to be, you know what I mean? Right. So like growing up, you're being told like, Oh, you're a big boy. So like stand in the back, you know? Yeah. you let's, let's get this group picture together. Okay. Tall people in the back and then bigger guys stand back there. Too, yeah. You know? And you also yourself don't necessarily want your picture taken right. because you have body. I, and, yeah. Part yeah. of me was always like, in my hopes I was going to lose weight that I was like, let's not take any pictures now. Eventually I'll be happy with my body. Right. And, and, and now I'm 37. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that as you get older, like the, it's, you look back and you're like, what was I fucking thinking? You know, it was like, oh my you're God. never going to be as young and as beautiful as you were. <laughs> it's so upsetting. Like I, I say this way too much on this podcast, but like I look at pictures of myself from when I was like 25 and I'm like, oh, I would, I would kill to look like that. But then when I was 25, I was saying I'm too fat. I'm like, too, I don't yeah. want to be in photos. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird? It's so, it turns out you can, you can get fatter. You can. <laughs> you actually can. Um, I feel like along the way, after doing like headshots, you know, you started getting in front of the camera. I remember my first like photo shoot for headshots was like a disaster because I didn't know what to do. And the photographer was like, do you want me to play some Moby? And I was like, hey, Moby, yeah, that sounds good. And I was like, what's happening? You know? <laughs> yeah. And they're trying to loosen me up. And I was like, ah, like a half eye open and twitching. And she was just very kind. She's like, okay, let's And she was French. And she was like, why don't we loosen up? You know, loosen up. Have fun with it. Okay, stop. You know, she yeah. was just like, it's not working. And I think the best picture I got was like me halfway walking out of frame. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you're like, like I'll I, use this. Yeah, I was just like, I, she, I think she said, we're done. And I was like, okay. And that's when I actually smiled. <laughs> she oh, yeah. got Oh, thank God we're yeah, done. Yeah, thank God. And when I had that like relief, that's when she took the picture, and that's what I ended up using for like four years of my headshots. Oh wow! Yeah, but then I learned that, you know, I looked at like my like you know counterparts or whatever and co-stars, and they're like just Adonises and tall and blonde and blue-eyed, and I was like, where do they get all this confidence? Because people tell them that they're beautiful. They know they're beautiful. They're told they're beautiful. They're hired because they're beautiful. Right. And so this, the moment you start switching that mentality in yourself, and you're like, you know what? Fuck yeah! I yeah, I'm plus size. I don't give a fuck. Like yeah, but I'm still gonna kick you know ass yeah. and I'm I mean, kill it. It took me up until being like. 30 to uh, yeah. think that you could be attractive and overweight. Yeah. And, and now it, I feel so good about yeah, myself. And thanks yeah. to social media, other people, you know, from around the world let you know how beautiful you are, you know, right, it's like right. you get like those DMs and you're like, thank you. And you're like, see, there is someone out there who likes that. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of people out there who yeah, like that. Exactly. Opening up the, the getting global where all of a sudden, yeah, like, there. And, and also like, uh, Thick people in general are having a huge renaissance yeah. right now, and it's great. I mean, yeah. I think the idea was that thick people were always hot. People didn't want to admit it. Right. Because Do you know what they, I mean? they like, go to, it went against like the standard like yeah. cultural belief of beauty. Yeah, of, like, someone yeah. says that standard, and we just run with it. You know, it's like the idea that somebody was just like, no, tall, blonde, and, and you know, Western European features are yeah, beautiful. Visible abs. Yeah, yeah, and that's what's hot. And it's like, sure, that's hot too if you like that, but you know, you can't deny that everybody is like, you know, hot in their own way. Right. But right. I had to learn that like the hard way because it was like years of like being told, oh, you're too this, or you're too that, or going out for movies or TV, and they're like, well, you know, you're not going to be the lead, obviously. And I was like, why not? And like, 
because you're fat. Yeah, right. And it's like like straightforward. And I was like, oh, well, why can't the lead guy be fat? <laughs> so, or like oh, we already no. have one fat person. Yeah, and he's already the like sneaky next door neighbor, you right. know, or yeah. he's the comic relief, or he's. And it's the like, mechanic. have you been to America? Yeah, have there's you a lot seen of fat anyone, people. Yeah. Anyone, <laughs> go to Mill America. I think like a large percentage of like the community is like a above average size. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I yeah, uh, yeah L A really can skew you on like. There, you know, there's that like joke. I'm in the L.A. six, but like uh, Dallas yeah. ten or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it is the case. Like when I go out of town, when I leave L.A., I realize how Top like not. Yeah, I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not as fat as I th- yeah. let myself believe I am. Yeah. yeah. And like, you see these guys getting out of like their F350s with like a fucking gallon of Pepsi and like the, big gold the sweatpants like pulled up yeah. over their gunt, and I'm like, <laughs> I got no judgment for them, but then I go. You know, yeah. a few of you guys moved to LA and like, let's right. shake it out a little yeah. bit. <laughs> and also, why aren't those guys like rooting and purchasing tickets for guys who are leading like us, you know? Yeah. I, and is it because a lot of people, uh, it's because it's aspirational. It's casting. aspirational. And yeah. also like a, a miss, a, my, like a, you don't see yourself the way you really are. Right. You know, you could be like, I'm Body more like Chris <laughs> Evans than, yeah. Right, right, yeah. right, right. I'm kind of like Captain America or Thor, not yeah. like this guy, uh, uh, Gabrus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm to the point where, like, it's the opposite of body dysmorphia, where, like, someone who's, like, who's totally thin sees himself as, like, a total, like, whale, you know? And someone who's, like, plus size sees himself as, like, I'm hot, you know? And yeah. people are like, how do you get that confidence, Harvey? Mm-hmm. It's like, because I, I don't know. I just, like, I got tired of being told that I wasn't, you know, right. good looking and stuff. And when I told myself, you know, what yeah you are people start going yeah you are you know it's yeah. like you start changing that mindset so those photo shoots you see and stuff like 90% of those I like photographers or like a collaboration with somebody they reach out to me and they're like hey you look really confident in being that yeah being what and it's like your body you right. and it's like I am would you love to do you know a, a photo shoot or collab with us sure and get like free photos and do a photo shoot and yeah. stuff at the end of the day I mean they're they're amazing thank yeah. you the other thing it took me a long time to get into of being overweight is like caring about my clothes yeah. You know, I, I used to just use it as like a defense mechanism of like. I'll wear a potato sack. Yeah, I'll, wear a pota- I'll just wear shorts and a big uh, yeah. button down shirt or a big T-shirt. Yeah. And I feel safe. Yeah. And then I, it doesn't look like I'm trying to be good looking or anything yeah. like that. I'm not trying. Like staying your lane kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. God forbid I try hard because everyone's going to be like, this guy's fat and he thinks and he's he good looking. Yeah. yeah. Well, the difference is that um, I don't understand that because like most like malls in America don't have sizes over 42 waist, you know, yeah. for men. And it's like, what are you doing? You're like isolating uh, 80% of America. Yeah. So who's buying your clothes? Fat people War- have money. Yeah. And, would and they're willing to spend yeah. it. But yeah. then like it's, you get to like some of the stores that are like big and tall, which like are very limited, which is fine. They have really like, you know, selected clothes, but it's like going golfing kind of khaki. Oh or- yeah. It's like, it's for like uh, assistant football coaches. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's a lot of polos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, the guy who's a CEO who goes golfing a lot and nothing like cool and like young and which we are, you know? Yeah. And so my goal is to eventually open a store where like it's plus size clothes where it's cool, trendy clothes for plus size guys. Oh, dude, let me know. I will invest, model, <laughs> shop, <laughs> whatever you need me to do. Yeah. Um, truly, it took up until like two years ago when I just was able to get my waist down to like 42 and get like my short size to like double XL and my t-shirt to double XL that I was able to get into some of the brands I enjoyed there. Like I have to go to their largest size and pray it fits, but you still get to, but finally, but it's such a bummer that like, then I find, uh, bonobos or bonobos, however you pronounce it, bonobos. Mm -hmm. And then they, 
fucking go up to 5XL, no questions asked. Yeah. And it was like, like cool patterns. With and cool, cool, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Loud mm-hmm. clothing, which is what I want. Because a lot of people. Sponsored by Bonobos. What? <laughs> yeah. Sponsored by well, you know what? We're not sponsored by Bonobos, but make a fucking move, yeah. Bonobos. I send got it a plus over. size model would dive. I mean, my closet is. Look, here, I'll show you, Harvey. I'm. You'll get two. It's for, all neons and Hawaiians. You'll get and, two of us for the campaign. We yes. are saying it right now. You get both of us bonobos. And uh, I, I am learning to be more photogenic, so we're ready to be your plus size yeah. models. We'll yeah. send those uh, still shots right away. <laughs> yes, we should shoot. Check, our, check your mail for our comp cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we should do shoot soon. We should yes. do so, yeah. Let's and then, do like, it. I think I've gone. I got it down so I can give pointers. I'm the Tyra Banks, I guess, now of it. <laughs> I would love nothing more than for the, my next set of photos I have to do for you to be present or in them. I feel like I would be inspired or coached or I, I would rise to your level. photo shoot for yeah. sure. I will be there. You tell me when I'm doing it. We're doing it. This we're is my creative director. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're doing it. We just announced it here. We're going to do that. That's happening. Get ready, America. <laughs> but it, it's such, it's such a weird intangible that once you have it, you're like, when other people tell you too, like it took other people saying to me like, well, yeah, but like, that's cause like you're confident and you can like carry yourself. And I'm like, oh. yeah, I, I hate that term where people say you carry your weight really well. When I think about that, I'm always like, well, would, would, I would carry my weight very well. I hope that I, if I was 90 pounds or if I was 500 pounds, you know, right, right. what does that mean? It's like, well, someone your size should not be as, you know, chin up, you know, chest out, confident walking down the street in daylight. My goodness. Yeah. You know? And it's the idea of like, the fuck does that mean you know it's like should we be in the shadows like mm. for lack of a better word it's like what do, what do you mean and yeah. it's like it's because they themselves their mentality hasn't changed that you know everyone fucking with uh, any kind of sense or knowledge about like body knows that bodies are different we can't you know sometimes control the body that we're given it's like you can work out as much as you can and as much as you want with your dieting but bodies are just different they're shaped differently they're just the way they are you know right right people don't get that they're like you know it's just like you you should go on a diet and it's like you bitch you don't think you've tried to go on a diet you know yeah. it's like you try to lose weight, you try to work out, you try whatever. And at one point you're just like, you know, I'm just going to be healthy. I'm going to be healthy as, as healthy as I can and the body that I have. You know what I mean? And right. that's the difference. And so people don't get that. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now is like where I've been exercising and eating healthy enough that I don't feel disgusting anymore. Yeah. And then I think you feel healthy. I think my body, if, if you put two pictures next to each other, it would take like someone who knows me very well to be able to see the differences. Yeah. But the my the way I feel, feel is so different. And then I think that comes across right. in photos and on. And that's what people can't see is the way you feel. Right. You know? And so when you feel confident, you're like, yeah, you lost, you know, 20 pounds. You're feeling confident. You're feeling like a chip on your shoulder and you're walking around. People are like, wow, you really got confidence for no reason. It's like, <laughs> Bitch, you don't know me. You know, it's yeah. like you know that I like twenty pounds ago I felt disgusting. You know, yeah, and I was yeah. like I didn't like the the feeling of in my own body, and now I do. And yeah, that's it could okay. be a fucking haircut. Yeah, you know, like just like the a good haircut thing. gives you like a little bit of confidence, and all yeah. of a sudden you're like, oh, I like it. It like uh, Saturday night, the wife and I went to our Sunday night. We went to um, Musso and Frank's, mm. and I. I usually just well, wear place. shorts and a button down shirt, shorts and a Hawaiian shirt or whatever. And she was like, you should wear pants. Cause it's like, and I was like, Oh, okay. And I came in here got dressed. And when I came out into the hallway to show her, I was like proud of my outfit and proud of how I looked. And yeah. I never really have that attitude. Yeah. And even my wife was taken aback. I was like, I actually like the way this looks. She's like, you did a really good job. I'm like, Ooh, can you I never made it a Musa and Frank's. Did <laughs> yeah, you? No, no, we, <laughs> Uh, we probably should have just stayed home and had sex, saved money and calories, <laughs> but instead we went to Wisdom Franks, got blasted in the chicken bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, we did not. No, no you didn't. We not. call that TFTF, too fat to fuck. When we come home and we're full, we're like, 
Let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> what, what's your work schedule like tomorrow? Perfect. Yeah, we'll get a schedule. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. It's even like a haircut or the smallest thing. And uh, and people can be so like assholes. You know what I mean? And like the things that people say. I even grew up like I grew up in a Mexican household, you know, and it was very straightforward. Like my aunts would always say, Estás bien gordito, like, it's like, oh, he's cute. He's so chubby. And it's like it translated to like, oh, you're getting chubbier. And oh, are you going to do anything about being fat? And the the. the terminology and the, and the verbiage change as you get older yeah. but it's a constant reminder of your body image which I didn't appreciate because I was like I was I, I didn't know something was wrong with my body until someone told me what was wrong with my body right, right. and I was just like wait something's wrong with me it's like well yeah you know what I mean like I was like just a chubby kid that loved to eat cupcakes and play around the playground you know what right, I mean and make yeah. jokes and then until someone's all like hey you stop 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 come over here you're um you're fat <laughs> yeah oh you know? it took yeah a couple of classmates to be like yeah that's what you look like with your shirt off yeah. and you're like I know I hate yeah. that I hate these tits oh, my too. Titties. <laughs> I, I don't want titties, but I have them. <laughs> but it was always that, like maybe that one guy who was like, "I don't mind them." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm a little older than you, I'm assuming, but I bet you ten years later there would have been some more. Yeah, I think I was a child of the '80s and '90s. Uh, we were. People were way deeper in the closet back then. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> it was like and, and Long forward. Island, East Coast, New York too. It's like Long Island, kind of trashy, kind of yeah, uh, homophobic as a theme. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the state capital, yeah. and like over the flag, yeah. no homo, <laughs> deeply homophobic. America, the beautiful homophobia. colon, no homo, <laughs> rooted in homophobia. <laughs> And God, we trust. Um, yeah, so I didn't like people are just jerks, and like as yeah. long as you're healthy, you feel comfortable in your own skin, then do you, boo? You yeah, know? that's like, how, that's it. how I feel, and like. Like Lizzo um, said, fuck it up to the tempo, you know? Yeah, like, I'm always just like, oh, I love lifting weights, and people are like, oh, don't you want to, like, lose weight? I'm like, actually, not, not really. really. I don't mind being 300 pounds. Yeah. My shit fits. I yeah, can, and, I'm, and I'm comfortable in who I am, you know? Yes, yes. The difference is if somebody's not comfortable in their own skin because of whatever reason, health reasons or size, and they don't like, that's their choice. If they want to lose the weight, they lose the weight. Don't right. tell someone to go and lose weight, you yeah. know? It's let them do it. They want to gain weight. I know people who've actually, like, were, don't like being super skinny, and they're like, I need to put on, you know, weight, and so they are gaining weight. That's yeah. their choice. It's not, you know, anyone right. else's business. In the absence of like a medical issue in which your doctor or someone is saying like, it's probably better if you have 20 pounds less body fat right. going forward. Like, which doesn't matter until you're yeah. in your Unless you're getting unhealthy. I knew a couple of people who were in relationships with like someone who was a gainer. You know what that is? Yeah. It's like, so someone who um, gets off on like gaining weight. And I was like, that doesn't sound healthy. You know, and they're like, oh, but I love him. And it's like, you probably shouldn't be in a relationship with someone who wants you to get unhealthier. You know? Right, right. And it's like, but they love me. And it's like, then you should love yourself first. Because right. you don't love yourself right now to the point where you're seeing how that could be, you know, detrimental to your health. Yeah. And um, and sadly, I know friends of friends who've uh, passed away who literally like have eaten their way to a grave. And it's like that wasn't a smart move. And uh, but again, that was their choice. Yeah. You're human. So you make your own mind. But like that's like I can't believe there's people out there who are making people get unhealthy. That's the, the right. Part. That's like and it's just other people's business. That's like it's unnecessary for anyone to even be getting involved in the yeah. conversation. If you found a hundred bucks on the street, would you pick it up or would you keep on walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Do, do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, hedge it and you can always just take the other side. 
If you're the kind of guy that gets that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try parlays. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now and my bookie will double your first deposit. If you use promo code MIGHTY, M-I-G-H-T-Y, to activate the offer, that's promo code MIGHTY. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Uh, jump back to before photos. Like, I'm still not comfortable getting my picture taken. I still feel kind of weird. I don't know my, I don't know how I'm like, always like, what do I look like? Is this right? Does, does this shirt feel right? But it was weird when I shoot videos or like, if I'm trying to be funny, I have no, I have even more, like I, that's where I'm more confident. I think it's the idea that I'm trying to be good looking or trying mm. to be sexy, but I think what I needed to learn and I'm starting to is that I should just try to be me in yeah. those photos. And that's what's sexy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then people like in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm not good looking and sexy. I'm like, well, you're not going to like, you'll, a, a good photo of you will happen. Yeah. And you're not going to completely become sexy, you know, GQ cover because all of a sudden you put it in your head. That's what this, you know, right, right. what's appealing and sexy to someone when they look at pictures and even if they fo they're photogenic, like you said, yeah. is the idea that they're comfortable in what they are. Right. And it so reads you, as being reads comfortable. being comfortable. Oh, yeah. is nothing sexier than confidence. Right. Nothing yeah. sexier than confidence. That's you something know? you hear a lot and you don't know if you believe or not until you get older and, yeah. and you see a confident old man with a big belly and a speedo or like, like a confident like uh <laughs> like 70 year old woman in a sports bra at the gym and you're like fuck, fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah look at these people yeah. yeah and so that's what the picture comes down to yeah when we have the photo shoot that's what we're gonna work on oh nice yeah we're gonna like i'm totally gonna direct it yeah oh my God. i'm the martin you, scorsese of uh <laughs> do you have anything like any way you get in your get in your head or in a positive way of, or prepare yourself when you're getting your photo taken because also once that's something they don't tell you is once you make it in like Hollywood, they're like, you're very good at acting. You're very funny, Harvey. Mm -hmm. You're going to be in the show. But in it, because you're in the show, well, you're going to have to do a thousand pictures, a thousand interviews, a, a bunch of random shit that yeah. has nothing to do with your specialty of comedy. Well, so I like, it gets a little weird. That is weird. I think I pride myself in like um, when doing like a film or a show. Like I, I'm, I come from theater background. Like yeah. I grew up doing musical theater and that was amazing. And, but it really does teach you to do like a one take. And so I train myself to do my scene in one take. Like in my first series ever, they call me One Take Harvey because I, they would leave my scenes to the end of the day because they knew they would get them in one shot. So they didn't have to like, again, because, you know, as I think when you train for TV and film as an actor, you're allowed to make mistakes, obviously, because you're right. like, oh, I didn't learn my, what's the line, Becky? You know, yeah. it's like, sorry, back to one. Oh, God. My oh. name's not Becky. <laughs> sorry, Shut Stephanie. Up, Becky. <laughs> it's Cindy, whatever, Linda. You know. No, that's mean. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like the idea that um, I'm so used to the theater where like, you get one chance. Once you get up on the stage, it's one chance. And if you right. fuck it up, This it's is the done. scene where you walk in, you have your thing, get and it right. Get it yeah, right. Yeah. And then so I, I do that with pictures, too. So when I go on set, I, I know that there's no lines to learn, but I know I've gotten into the, into the um, what's it called, routine of going in and just being like, relax your face, have a good time, play some music, and whatever happens. Oh, and cool. That's yeah. pretty much it. It's not like, a, and then also, of course, like knowing your angles. You know what I mean? Like, right. what what are what are your best like features? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, what are you selling? Like with your eyes, or like you know, is your lip like softly open? Like the stuff like yeah. that. You know that that supermodels do for a living every day. You know, so right. they. I think that. I think we should, should take a moment here and just. It's very difficult to get your photo taken well. What models do 
I hate to say it, is hard, hard, hard work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's legit work. It's a legit talent. It is. I and mean, it's not until you try to do it yeah. do you realize. But the average a- person will never try it. You know what I mean? Because right. they're like, I'm not a model, so I don't have to do that. Oh, they don't work for money. You know, yeah, they're just exactly. beautiful. They're lucky. They're beautiful. And it's like, no, you do have to be a certain you know kind of look to be a model. But also, that's work. Don't yeah. say it is not work. They yeah. actually are working in- until you try it. You know, don't knock until you try it kind right. of thing. Oh, that's, I, I, I like that. Yeah. I'm like still learning my smile. I'm still doing like these big, crazy, like, yeah. and it's like, okay, yeah, let's soften fig- it up. Yeah, yeah. Let's figure it out. I'm Be- still like, Hey, <laughs> bloodshot open. I'm doing like the shaka, like hey. huge grin, crossed eyes. <laughs> They're like, okay, man. Okay, well, um, we're gonna do hand photo modeling. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's- uh, we're gonna zoom out real far. We want to get the whole landscape. Can you see me? Not. Yeah, we still can. So we're gonna zoom out more. It's great. Your outfit looks great for the magazine. <laughs> You're a dot now, so it's perfect. But yeah, it's just about you know going in just like. I like playing music. I like relaxing. I don't want to make it seem like, you know, it's a, right. a job. And especially because it's not something that I um, aspire to do. You know, it wasn't like I was like going to school and like doodling on my notebook, like supermodel heart. You know, it's like, <laughs> so for me to do it is just extra fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when it's a toss away, that's always the best stuff. Even when you go on auditions, you can relate to that when like it's a throwaway. You're like, okay, I know the lines, blah, blah, blah. Let's just have fun. Right. I would say and that's when you feel the best. That's yeah. when you feel the best. And right. those are the ones that you book because it was so organic. They're like, you are this character. You know? Yeah, well, let's take, take this moment to uh, talk about I auditioned for the dock worker in the pilot and it was like two small I auditioned for like the dock worker and like a store clerk but they needed New York voices because it took, takes place that island I'm like I have that and I just like the lines were funny and it was loosely like uh, you know allowed to improvise and it was New York voice I never felt more like I just scene. was like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> like I'm comfortable, and I was like, yeah. They're like, do you want to read for this scene too? I'm like, fuck it, yeah, sign yeah. me up. I'm like, I'm, let me book one of these, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Booked it, you yeah, know? and I did. And it's because I felt comfortable because it was like, we're looking for a New York sound improviser, and he's a blue collar dock worker. I'm yeah. like, fuck, yes, Nailed, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's the when I look back at like you know auditioning and like how I got started. Like I remember when I over prepared is when I never booked the stuff because you're so I want to be good about it. you know it's that musical yeah. give me a chance you know and it's like come on you know and it's like it's that idea of like I want to be the best there is you know and when you do that you come off like okay I know you're good but calm down you know mm-hmm. and you're just like ah you know and you, yeah. when you seem so eager it doesn't you you're you can't overlook the desperation of it that you don't even see the work you know what i mean yeah so when you when i first first like you know got out of high school and stuff and started auditioning i was so like musical theater has to be big you know and right. they were like no it doesn't you know and it's like your tv and film and take it down 20 notches and once i learned that formula i was like oh it's just like that but just completely subtle you know yeah. and it's just like it's subtle and they're like wow he's good he doesn't even he cares <laughs> he's trying <laughs> and that's more than see like i i course correct too hard of i go like under deliver where i'm like um, I'm barely off book. I'll just like I'll fuck up. I'll like look at I the line. I say I don't show up, and they don't hire me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but why. that well, that's the thing. It, it is like I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of my approach is sort of laid back. This that it hasn't worked. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't keep doing it that way. Yeah, I yeah. know it's. it's uh, all, I've only been doing it for 15 years. There's no way I should try harder. That can't Nothing's be the wrong answer. with this formula. I keep going, but it's uh, it's whatever formula works for you. You know what I mean? Right, like yeah. it's like I can't say. Well, like, clearly this isn't working. <laughs> but you're booking and you're like you know always working, so it's yeah. fine. Yeah. So yeah. that's the idea. I book well when it has to be like directly over. Like it has to be like 
oh, just don't fuck it up. And that's where I, that's like my skill level at auditions is like, <laughs> just be pretty funny in the audition. I'm like, got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. and They're it. like, memorize lines, express emotion. I'm like, see you later. <laughs> Bye. Let's give that to somebody else. <laughs> and that's my cue. Exit. Um, yeah, no, I think it's funny that uh, everyone has their own like thing, you know, right. especially at the background that you come from, like, you know, from improv or musical theater, you have to learn some of the things that you, or relearn some of the things that you learned because they were incorrect. Right. Well, that's you know? how I feel about improv. It's given me such confidence in that who cares about the script. Yeah. And then, and then it's like the people in the room do. I have to agree <laughs> with that. Like that's the danger with like when you go in, it's like, oh, we're going to do a little bit of improv. And once I hear that, I'm like, go, you know, <laughs> yeah. go, Doing go, a full improv, on activate, you know? <laughs> It's like, where do you get those props? <laughs> <laughs> You're like a fake Why? steering wheel. Penny, help me go. Improv, go. The idea that, um, once I get that like freebie from the casting director, because for 99.9 of the time, there was like stick to the lines, you know, yeah, yeah. and stick to what it's on the script. I remember being on set and like changing one word instead of the like it, I I don't know what I did, but it was like a small little word, and it was literally like cut, Harvey. It's the, like it was literally like the smallest word, but it was like I never felt so like attacked for just being a little bit for you know. Yeah, or the script supervisor's like it's the park, not a park, yeah. and you're like. Well, okay. Yeah, that's sure. True. Okay, but Harvey, the writer doesn't like it yeah. when you, you watch the park. The park. He, he's and then, a of big course, you go to the, 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 that problem is always like taken over when it's you go to the writer and be like, hey, do you mind if I say, oh, I don't care. You know, yeah, 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 I, was yeah, like, yeah. I don't care. What right, I guess everyone is just doing their job. Yeah, everyone's doing their job. And so eventually, like, okay, got it. But yeah, everyone has a formula. I feel like. When we go to class, like improv or like acting coaching or whatever, it's like no one knows the perfect form. You know what I mean? Right. And so like I try to be like, oh, I try a little bit of everything, but whatever works for you. Because I got so tired of waiting for a knock at the door, you know? It's like everyone's fucking waiting for the opportunity and, and I was waiting to be seen. And it's like, no, I'm going to fucking knock on your door to slam it down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like that attitude. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I need to uh, get out there and get into some acting classes and get yeah. get some more confidence going into audition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a class that it makes a world of difference. It, does, it doesn't matter who necessarily you take it from. It's just you going. It's like the gym. Right, right. I mean, right. It's, it's like just I never worked this muscle out. You know, so I'm like my forearm really hurts. You know, yeah. And then you don't do it for like two days. You're like, oh, I gotta keep doing it like every other day just so it doesn't hurt. And right. I'm always, you know, whatever strong in that uh, sense. It's yeah, see, it, it makes it makes a lot of sense. And then like. Because if you're relying solely on going on auditions to keep you fresh and then it goes... No, because that shouldn't be your class. Your class should be the test trial that you went before and the audition should be like the finale, you know? Right. Finals. Well, that's the thing. Also, you go three weeks without an audition. Yeah. And then that fourth week, you get an audition. And, and oh it's boy, like, yeah. Oh, it's like you haven't jerked yeah. off in a month and you're like, oh, no, <laughs> oh, I'm barely going to last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is how my most of my auditions end up. <laughs> I always climax. Uh, Harvey, he's a full release actor. <laughs> he's a videotape some on tape auditions for me, so he would know. <laughs> uh, yeah, Harvey, he books in the room. Also, always a happy ending. <laughs> It's true, guys. Hire me. <laughs> Hire us both. Two yeah. for one. <laughs> we'll both do that. Um, yeah, so I feel like you're right. It's like going to like the gym or like practicing and you haven't practiced in like three weeks. And then right. You get even, if, even if you're like, 
it's probably better for me to be running, but hey, at least I'm doing the elliptical. Or yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe this isn't the perfect class for me, but, but at, at least, least I showed up. Reps. Yeah, at least I showed exactly. up to the gym. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe I'm walking at a slower pace, but at least I showed up. That's the kind of thing. The hardest thing for me about acting classes is other people in the class. <laughs> like, Judgment or like the idea? Ju- actually, it's my fault. I'm judging them. Judging them. Yeah. And asking yourself, am I as bad? Yeah, or, or like- it's like, just even like their behavior as humans, I'm like, who can't, don't ask that question. Yeah. Like, I get so judging. Too much, like, yeah, yeah, I'm like in my head about myself, but I'm also like, everyone relax. It's yeah. going to be okay. And then yeah. like, people are like, it's, you know what it is? It's actors that I have more of a hard time with than right. acting classes. Maybe one-on-one coaching. I think that might be the answer. Yeah. yeah. That's actually not a bad idea yeah. because I know tons of people who do one. I actually started um, doing coaching one-on-one recently actually. Yeah. And because it was just like friends who were like, Hey, do you mind? I'm going to go to the audition. And I started off as like, I'll help a friend out. And then ended up being like, hey, that, I booked it. <laughs> and can you help me again? Sure, because I've been doing it. So I, from looking away from the actor and looking as a casting director or whatever, when I walk in the room, the things that I've experienced, I can reflect. I'd be like, I know when I walk into the room, I want to do this, this, right, and that. Right, and right, right. And then um, I would like to report that I have a 90% success rate. So oh, there you go. So we might have to do a one-on-one. Yes, we next audition. <laughs> but uh, it does work. Um, I used to do with Osbrink agency and when I was like younger and they do more adolescent, you know, like kids and stuff. They had like Miley Cyrus and they had Raven Simone, like all those kids. And I remember after I got older, I couldn't be there anymore because I was <laughs> too old for them. Man, and becoming I was like, a man. Yeah, becoming a man. I was like, hey, so I'm getting older <laughs> and I'm still here. Like, I know, honey, I know. We'll branch you out. I was like, where do you want to go? And so we found another home for me. And the second I left, they got rid of their adolescent, like uh, adult division because I was the only adult pretty much left. <laughs> and they were like, you're gone. So we don't need that department. <laughs> so they got rid of their department, the adult department for theatrical. And I was like, oh, so it was just me? Cool, cool, cool. But uh, after that, they sent clients, like kid clients. Were like, they're like, oh, they're really good. They just need to like completely be funny and grounded and they need to do it. So I've had lots of like students from there and adult oh, students. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it worked out. And you know, when it's like, uh, slow, you know, it's like when I'm not booking something for months out of the year, you still gotta, you know, make money and like coaching is actually a really cool yeah, and, idea. And coaching, if you do, if you don't do it so much that you start to hate acting yourself, no, yeah, uh, it can I actually re- love it. You can learn a lot from yeah, it too. Yeah. I love it because watching the actor, I was like, now I see what all those years, what I did wrong, you know, and now oh, I can all it see takes what like, to- I shot like one pilot that I produced and watching people's audition tapes and Cringe. I was, and I was like oh my god I I'm worse than this yeah. I'm worse than this and I and I don't like this yeah. and I don't like the way they're acting and I and now I know why I didn't book those yes, other things and yeah. I'm way and I'm 10 times worse than this person yeah. is being yeah yeah see it's, it's always different um yeah when you look through uh, the other side of the glass oh right but yeah. I don't mind it I I actually like you know doing a little bit of everything directing and producing as you do as well you yeah, know? yeah. Like I, yeah I taught improv for a really long time at UCB and it I, I really enjoyed looking at improv from a new angle and getting young people excited about improv. But then I found after a, a while, I was like, it was negatively affecting how I was enjoying doing improv. Oh, so now that's so when you had, get out. Yeah, I had yeah. to get out. I had the to be second like, it's starting to affect you, like so far, knock on wood, like I coach because yes, yeah. I don't do it often because I'm like, because you're doing well. Like working and <laughs> yeah. like doing stuff. So when I do, it's like, few you know far in between so i don't mind it because right. actually i like producing and then putting those different hats on you know like it's like as a producer you're like oh fuck we got to get this location we got to get this blah blah and we need the money for this and this and that which as an actor for so long you're like why is this taking so long you know why am i trailer for five hours you know and you start also, to respect it takes 
producing a few things to then make when you're an actor and they're like, hey, actually the location moved again and you're just like, I know. I know. It's fine. That's cool. it's yeah. Now I'm yeah. really surprised when people come up to you like production is like, Harvey, we're going to have to push your call tomorrow for early. Is that okay? Ask permission. I was like, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I'm if totally that's, fine. If that's the least of our problems, you know right. what I mean? Like that we're fine, you know? Yeah. So I'm always surprised when you get like an actor who maybe has not put on a producer hat or other hats <laughs> and they're like, what? No, you know, I won't. No, nothing like, should change nothing ever. Should change. <laughs> I forgot how lucky I am to be here. <laughs> right, you right. Know? Oh, that's the thing. Yeah. The second, and I, and it happens quickly. A lot. Yeah. Like on like day three of a project, you're like, what do you mean the espresso machine is broken? Everyone's like, yeah. what? And like a, two days ago, I was like helping the, like, you know, I'll be like, I'll help move the trucks yeah. with the grips. And All then of a sudden you two, forgot. Two, two days later, you're like, where is the buffalo chicken? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not going to set until I get my buffalo chicken. Yeah. Yeah. People forget well, really easily. And I'm my, I'm like so guilty of it. Yeah. Because they make it so comfortable for it. You know what yeah, I mean? You adjust, it's, like, it's easy to adjust. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast, Mr. G. And it's like, oh my, you know, I guess yeah. I'll have a breakfast burrito. And you then know? the next day you're like. Hey, I'm starving, and, and no, no one, one has asked me for my breakfast burrito. Um, and it always reminds me of the scene in Annie where, like, uh, where they're dancing. And they're like, Cecile will take care of your clothes. I think I'm gonna like it here. I feel like Annie every time I'm on set because everyone's doing something for you. Yeah, wardrobe and everything, and makeup does your makeup, yeah. and food brings you food. You know? Yeah. Can I get you coffee? Do you need anything? You, you need anything? Like, oh. Would you like me to lay down? You step all over my back. I think I'm gonna like it. Here, yeah, you have three hours to your call time. Just hang out here in this air conditioned thing. The um, Wi Fi is this. See you later. You're like, yeah, food, every, like literally. Here's an apartment for the rest of the right. shooting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. But uh, um, you, you can't forget when you're not on set that that's right. Not like, uh, it's I'm I'm currently at the state of being on set like once a month, so it's very I don't get too adjusted to it. <laughs> I remember my, I'm just so happy to be there. It's like it's like the first time you stay at a nice hotel. I'm just like, yes, this will the never towels. end. And then like. The Oh. <laughs> On day eight of the four seasons, you're like, where the fuck is the hand soap? You know, all of a sudden you're like this mom. Why didn't they make the towel into a swan on the bed? Yeah. Is that I too much? I want to dry myself with a swan. <laughs> Not with this dinky old towel on the rack. <laughs> Furious. Um, yeah, it's kind of true that looking back, uh, well, I've only been like a series regular only. I say that. See, we're talking about like I should. Be, I'm grateful that I've been a series regular before. And the first time I did it, I didn't know anything. You know, like I was like, "Here's your trailer," and I was like, "Okay." I think then we're all gonna share the trailer because I come from like musical theater where we all share a dressing yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, "Wow, we're gonna put all the cast in here." <laughs> and it's like, "No, you can't get dressed in front of your cast. That's gross." And it's like, "Oh yeah, that I've never done that." <laughs> when it's like, "What?" So then it kind of started questioning my background with musical theater. It was like, "Wait, were we not supposed to dress?" <laughs> of each other and just like do that uh, but it's different you know yeah. it's like different world and uh, totally you know just day and night you know I have a friend who's on Broadway right now who went to school for musical theater um, Colleen, she's on Waitress, so go see her. She's on Broadway. And we went to school and got trained a certain way, you know? And so when you think you're going to be this Broadway baby and then you go into the world of TV and film, all the things that you learn are like kind of thrown out the door, you know, out the window because yeah. it's like, this is not, it's like toned down, it's hit your mark, it's this and that, and it's not the same energy. Yeah. So and it's back, not, maybe if it's single cam, it's not presentational, you yeah, know, it's like subtle. you're talking subtle, smaller, you're talking to the actor, yeah. not the crowd. That was my biggest thing. I don't know if that's like the biggest thing for you as well, but like, I feel like as an, a performer, we're entertainer and we, we're funnies, we're big, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so when that does not read well in the camera, because no. like, you look like a crazy person. Right. I remember being on set the first, my 
note over and over on the first series I did because I was green. Like they were like Harvey. Great, great, great stuff. But um, like tone it down just a little bit. Bring down, not so much with the face. Not so, and start to learn. Like bring it, no, bring it down more. Bring it, okay, bring it down. Subtle. There we go. There we go. Landing. And like yeah. it's like that's what it was for the first like four episodes. For the listeners, I just want to say I watched Harvey's face go like literally <laughs> dim itself, like from like big eyes, wild, the little scary to until it was just cute. <laughs> Ting. Yeah, like a little gleam in your cheek. Well, I want my Wally pop. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that makes total sense. But the one thing that you have coming in is confidence, ability to memorize line, and like confidence will go. That's the thing that helped me the most since I started doing stand up from doing improv is like I'm too lazy. I'm learning to write and get stuff done that way. But what I do have from years of improv is stage presence and comfortable being in front of a crowd. And I didn't realize how much that was until you test like and then bringing this over to tv and movies when you test for a pilot there's like 25 people in the room yeah and then all of a sudden like that's that, nerve-wracking that makes people that to me is more comforting really more people the better because then it starts to feel like a comedy show right and then i start to feel more at home where i'm like i'm now i'm just talking to a crowd of people yeah like the my presence in the moments before I start an audition in a big room versus the audition is insanely. De- I'm like, hey, what's up, motherfuckers? We're having the time of our life, right? Bang, like, bang, yeah. bang. And then they're like, all right, let's start. And I'm like, is my mouth sweating? Are you peeing? Just having a full on meltdown, tears, piss, everything. I think testing. Yeah, that sounds for a comedian. That's great because the room is kind of like a you know you're you start looking at yeah and they're like I've done shows for eight people. Not 12. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> For me, uh, testing is only when you're in the lobby with the other actors. It's a little nerve wracking because it's like, you're like three of each character. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. And it's like three for, okay, so you look around the room and you're like, yeah, he's going for my part and he's going for my part. Oh, I see that girl's going for that part. Like, so one of us is going to get it. You know right. what I mean? And it's like, we're at the finals of like American Idol, you know? And it's one, like one of us for each category in this room is going to get that part, you know? I know. I remember testing mm-hmm. for, um, for the, for, uh, for huge. And they brought in someone at the last minute, Jacob Wysocki. Uh, you know Jacob <laughs> yeah, from UCB? Yeah. So Jacob Wysocki, they went the night before and found him at UCB and they said, hey, tomorrow there's a test for this show called uh, Huge. And Jacob was like, whatever. <laughs> Jacob said that he didn't memorize the lines. <laughs> like he just showed up. was like, they told me to come in here. <laughs> and he literally tested for the, but he did like a whole improv and did comedy. The head at the time of uh, ABC Family loved him so much. He wasn't right for the character. He was supposed to be like set up so then I would be the choice because the character was like uh, questioning sexuality. And, uh, and Jacob was very like, I don't care, you know? <laughs> and so the head of ABC family loved Jacob so much, he made the writers write a role for him. Oh, that's so and awesome. And that's how you got the part. And he literally said, I didn't memorize the line that showed up. And I was just like, what's this? And they're like, you're testing for a series regular for a show. <laughs> I don't know about that. But you know what I hate? You know, just yeah. kind of like a whole rant. And like he booked it. And I, That's so, awesome. Also, side note, Jacob was my first on-screen kiss. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, small world. And what was that? That show. Oh, great. Yeah. He was dared to do it. I thought he meant it in the show. Storyline. Oh, how rude. How rude. How rude. Oh, that's was, so fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's cool. Not for him, probably. Well, not for either ones because it was just like we were forced to be kissing each other. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's just cool that that small world that yeah. you guys saw each other at the. Um, uh, that's what you hear a lot from your uh, like your team when you say I'm not right for this role. They're like, "Well, go in and crush it, and make them change the role." And I go the opposite way, where I think I'm not. Uh, well, they think I'm not right for a role, and I make them make me go into the room. 
I take that approach because oh, for yeah. so long we you're not gonna be right for a lot of roles because of the ca- like the category that we put into. So I go the opposite way and I see this role. I'm like, mm, I'm two out of those four things. So it said funny this whatever, and I l- literally call up my agent and I will. I don't have no shame in getting the breakdowns. It's not legal. You get the breakdowns, but you have a friend of a friend of a friend who gets them. <laughs> yeah. And I go through the breakdowns myself. And I was like, no, nah, not that, that. But if I feel like one of the roles is right for me, I'll call them. I'm like, hey, did you submit me for this? No, you're not right for that. Submit me. And they're like, oh, I said submit me. And oh, wow. Like, okay. I kind of like this attitude. And then I was just like, okay, Harvey. And then whenever they question me, here's the idea with the agent. I feel like we have a relationship going on. If you're in love with me and I'm in love with you, we stay in a relationship. The second you fall in love out of love with me, then we shouldn't be together. The second you're not thinking about me every five minutes calling me in sweet nothings is when we shouldn't be together. Right, yeah, I think I'm in like an abusive relationship yeah, with no, my agents. Yeah, no, that's not good. You, yeah, you where I'm help. like, you need to get out. Uh, I don't want to bother them at no, work and even no, though I pay them to no, be my, yeah. No, I got, I, that was the way I used to think years ago. And the second I switched it is when the role started coming in. Is because the idea that we're waiting for permission for someone to be like, we'll call you when we're ready, you know? Yeah. And it's like, no, I'll call you when I have an idea. And then they go, how dare you? How dare I? I'm getting my luggage. I'm leaving, you know? Right, right. I'm out. Because the second you don't love me that way, then we're not in a relationship, you know? Yeah, I'm, they're your employees. Yeah. You're paying them. Yeah, yeah. I see them as like a relationship. That's exactly how I see this, you know, with an agent and a manager. And sometimes it doesn't work out, you know what I mean? Right, and right, right. Because in a lifetime, you date other people, you get married. And if you get married and you think that's the one, then that's the one forever. But the second you start questioning, like it's like, okay, sometimes you have a bad day. That's fine, you know. But I don't, I don't feel bad about yeah, calling. Couples fight, yeah. but they manage to pull but through. But eventually, what do, what do couples do? They have open dialogue. Right. And so if you don't feel comfortable picking up and calling your spouse and saying, "Hey, I'm having a bad day. Can I just talk?" To you? you know what I mean? Then you're not in a relationship. Right. You're yeah. in a one-sided relationship. Yeah. You know, because there's a part of me right now, like. Uh, I'm with uh, one of the big agencies and they don't send me out for like small things because all they care about is like a, a big a, stuff. A, is, is my guess. I'm projecting that onto them. Yeah. But I want to be like, hey, are there indie movies? Because there if are. I get some, yeah, there are. But they don't I make know, money off of that. Right. But yeah, I, I can get credits and then eventually totally. meet people and that's what I'm here to just work. That's what I did. Yeah. I, I made a career out of going out for parts that weren't right for me, like going all the way to like the internship. I auditioned for the internship and they, that role was not for me. And then the guy who got it was perfect for it, but I knew it wasn't for me. So I went in and I killed it in my way. And then Sean, the director, two weeks later wrote a part for me in the movie, which ended up being like a huge success. And right. after that, it was like my agents back then were like, oh, well, we're on a high horse right now. So we're only going to take like this and this and that. They're like, there's an audition. It's a two liner for this new Nickelodeon show. And I was like, oh, well, what is it? <laughs> Don't bother. We're going to pass. It's a two liner. And I was like, I'm not above doing two lines because going back to where I started from, like I collected cans out of trash cans to pay for my first acting gig when I was six years old. <laughs> oh, wow. Like my first acting improv class. Oh, that's so like, cute. Literally I had to collect trash to pay. So I'm not above going in for a two liner when I worked this hard to get this far. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the other thing that agents don't understand is like, also, the business has changed now. No one sees you do a two-line part and goes, well, who? this guy's How slumming dare. it. Yeah. If anything, if they see you, and by the time they see it, you've moved on to better things, they go, what a nice treat. He did a little pop, you know, yeah, Easter egg. Yeah, exactly. He's doing an Easter egg. They're like, they don't see it that way. Yeah. And for us, like, every time you do a job like that, the amount of people you meet or impress or yeah, yeah you that, never know that pays way more than way a day more. rate. Literally. Does. That's an example. Thunderman's an example. I said, so what's the character? They're like, Oh, he's a family member. He's a cousin and he's in a funeral. So he has two lines and it was like, he's family. And they're like, yeah, he's all family never goes away. And they're like, Oh, well, do you want to go in? Yes. And I go in, I book it, recurred on that show for four seasons. There you go. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like two weeks later, the writers, because you meet people. Wait, what was this show? The Wonderman? Oh, The Thundermans. It was a family superhero. So I met the writers, I met the producers, I met everyone. Two weeks later, the writers were like, 
we're writing you a whole episode. A whole episode for the guy with two lines who was supposed to, thanks to his agents back then, was going to pass. Right. You yeah. Know and I mean? I've had a couple of things like that too. And it, and then you have a couple of things that like, you know, going back to the relationship uh, uh, metaphor, you have a couple of things like, are they cheating on me? Why do I feel like they're not yeah. paying attention to me? But yeah. rather than ever ask, question it. You yeah. just want to be like sleep at night. Good night, darling. You know, <laughs> exactly. you don't question it. <laughs> yeah, and I want to write home smelling like someone else in a booze. And you're like, good night, That's darling. Okay. Yeah, I, know, I, lo- I know you love me so much. <laughs> no, fuck that. I'm like, get the fuck out of the bed. You know, let's Intr- talk. Why yeah. do you smell like that? And that's because that was a shift that I did. That wasn't always a thing for me. Like, I remember early on in my career, like, I was literally like waiting, like, waiting. And if you keep waiting for someone to give you permission, remember, no one's going to care about your career and yourself more than you. Right. At the end of the day, no one cares more about as much as someone, your partner, your family. No one cares more about you and your career than you. So you have to make sure that you did everything possible to make it happen. Oh, wow. Touch it. (laughs) I feel like I invited you. I got to pay you for consultation. (laughs) You're being a guest of my podcast has inspired me. I'm like, I'm going to get photos taken. I'm going to email my agent. We're going to get photos taken. I'm going to direct it. (laughs) We're doing a photo shoot. We're going to call Bonobos. (laughs) Yes. We're doing it all. Bonobos is getting involved. Yeah, we're doing it and it's going to happen. And that's just the way it is. That's (laughs) how my mentality is like, do it. Do it, do it. Because at least if you try and you do it and it doesn't work out, what the fuck? You did it and it didn't work out. Who cares? You know? Yeah. I, I if, Going back to Instagram for a sec, I'm always like hesitant to like post a picture. And my, my wife who works in marketing is like, put a picture of yourself up. I'm like, well, I don't know. It feels dumb. She's like, no, p- fans like to see pictures of you. Yeah. It's like, and also you want to keep constant, like, you know, uh, content up. Right. Like I, I do photo shoots that I still have photo shoots that I haven't shared. Uh, I knew I was going to, this is going to be my question for you. Yeah. Cause like you do a good job of like, I'm like spreading it spreading out. It out. I'm like, well, that's Oh, what this I've is from told. the same <laughs> shoot. This is the same background as a shoot from a month ago. Yeah. Like that's a smart move. Yeah. Leaking out different so outfits. I tease it as like a story or something yeah. or I'll tease one or I'll do like a triplet because then it keeps like the, um, aesthetic of the page looking cool. Like it's right. like threes of like the same shoot and then yeah. life happens. Life is happening. Three of the same shoot. And so when you scroll down, it's nice aesthetic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like look at you like oh that's a cool shoot and yada yada and then I just do that because on a rainy day you're busy with work or something and you're not gonna have time to post a picture right. so then you just go to your bank of like you know rolodex of pictures and just be like oh yeah these ones and then yeah and you're just out. like fucking around on your phone you're like waiting in a trailer waiting in the yeah. van or whatever and you're like yeah oh I can post this yeah now. post yeah, it yeah. and then people like it or sometimes I save pictures for like you never know because when you do interviews in the future people are like do you have any pictures because you know they can't send a photographer from New York over here or whatever right, and right. so you have like a whole like little library of like, stuff you're happy with this with one? different Outfits. And then if they use one, then I'm like, cool, then I can release the other three with that outfit. Right. So usually for me, that's what it is. When I do a story, like I do interviews, like last couple of weeks, I did like two, you know, interviews and stuff. So they use one picture from the photo shoot. That means I can release the rest of the pictures <laughs> because they now. already used it. It's already yeah. out there. So that's what I do. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's, oh man, Harvey, I'm, I've learned so much in the last hour of just talking yeah. to you. Thank you for coming on High and Mighty and talking to Thanks me. Thanks for man. having me. I look forward to our photo shoot. Oh, hell yeah. I look forward. First of all, before we get out of here, anything you want to plug, specifically, what is your Instagram handle so people can know what we're talking about here? Oh, yeah, come on over to my Instagram and look at some sexy pictures at Harvey Gian Har- and yeah, on Twitter as well, at Harvey Gian, H-A-R-V-E-Y, G-U-I-L-L-E-N. It's pronounced Gian, like guillotine. Gian. 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 <laughs> and if you... Uh, uh, haven't yet watched what we do in the shadows on FX or the FX app or streaming yeah, however you get you it. You can stream it. Uh, the whole D- first season is out on DVD now. Oh yeah. Get the DVD yeah. show is 
Very funny. Thank you. I, I was, I was playing with us. Please. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and, and one of the highlights of that job, uh, while we're just talking about behind the scenes stuff was that they used a flashback to that moment in episode two. So your boy got another day, yeah. right? And it was just like the happiest <laughs> thing ever. I was like, so happy to be part of that project to meet Taika and Jermaine and then meet you guys who I didn't know I was going to end up being fans of. And then uh, on the next, find out I'm watching episode two. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> there's me again. And then I'm like, that's cool. And then the fucking uh, check, check comes check, in the check, ching. <laughs> And they, I was like, Oh hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like money for work. You already did That's residuals the is the dream too bad they're disappearing rapidly no <laughs> no <laughs> um anything else you want to plug harvey I, i'm not as um no i mean go to look at the new web series that i produce it's called the filth series at the filth series.com it's really cool the filth series the filth series.com yes. yeah check it out go take a look uh, it's already won all these cool awards but um it's really cool uh, queer content, so oh. take a look. And is that like is that something you wanted to do? Was be producing queer content specifically, or just in general? Content? Um, I want to be producing queer content, but just uh, content in general. You know, what yeah. I mean? like it's just like stuff I want to do. But I do like to work with friends that I see are are talented, but are otherwise not being displayed. Right. And so right. then I like to work with my friends a lot. It's just oh. like it's like they're fucking hilarious. I want to put them in something. I'll pay for it. You yeah, know I, mean? I have a little bit of juice now because yeah. of who I am. Let me help. I'll Let use me help. Why yeah status and name however I can to help another fellow actor oh. move on to that. As they always say, when you go up the elevators, you just send the elevator down. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a, a Patton Oswalt quote where it's like, some people finally get invited into the room and then try to close the door behind them. Some That's, people get invited to the room and then and put their keep, foot in yeah. the door for the next person. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I yeah. really like that too. Uh, though I will not help any other. <laughs> get the fuck off of me. That of course excludes plus size bearded actors because oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to take my roles. No. <laughs> We're all in this together. Uh, um, guys, I'm at Gabris on social media. Uh, check me out on all those. Uh, Bonobos, reach out to me and Harvey about doing a shoot. We need. Uh, we love money. We love clothes, and we look good in photos. Yeah. And um, check out my other podcast, Action Boys, where we review action movies. That's at actionboys.biz. Harvey, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Bye, shitheads. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.